Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Kids Stories Podcast. I'm Phil Bechtel. Before we get started today, I want to give a few shout-outs. First, to June and Georgia from St. Paul, Minnesota. They're big fans of the show, and I'm glad you two enjoy the stories. Thanks so much for listening. I also want to say thank you to Elias from The Moon for sharing his... Wait a second. Hang on, I'm rechecking my notes here. It, it looks like Elias is located in Canada, not The Moon. Easy mistake on my part. Anyway, Elias from Canada has a really cool drawing style that I love, and he shared a drawing with all of us. I would also like to give a big shout-out to Henry from a place that I think is pronounced Worcester, even though it is not spelled like Worcester. Either way, it's not the moon. I know that. Henry from Worcester, Massachusetts has shared with us a very impressive drawing of Pierce from the Mist Fairy Defenders series. You should check that out. And you can check out all the artwork on the website at kidsstoriespodcast.com. Thank you, friends, for sending those in. Today's story is the first in a series in which we explore the origins of the gloops. The gloops have been featured in the Low Main Mansion series as well as the Kingdom Defenders series. And today we begin to learn where they all came from. Once upon a time, in a faraway place, there was a laboratory. This laboratory was called Carbuncles, Trick Potions, and Elixirs. People ordered things from Carbuncles when they needed to prank someone, usually. Carbuncles sold things like uh, cookies baked with fart powder and potions that give you the hiccups. Business was good, and the lead wizard, Harry Carbuncle, needed to find more help around the factory. But, as the saying goes, it's hard to find good help. He did have an assistant, Nikos. Nikos was just a kid, but in spite of this, he was a very capable wizard. Nikos, my boy, began Harry, I've got just the thing to get us some more help around here. That's great, Harry, said Nikos, sweat running down his face, carrying a large barrel of burp tonic. We need all the help we can get. Yes, all the help we can get, said Harry. In fact, I was up all night perfecting the... Harry stopped. Nikos put down his barrel. He turned and looked at Harry. Perfecting the what, Harry? Nikos was skeptical. Harry was known to practice some pretty wild magic sometimes, and he looked a bit guilty at the moment. Perfecting what, Harry? Nikos asked again. Oh, perfecting our new helpers, Nikos, said Harry. Oh, we're going to be able to sit back and have these things do our work for us. Uh, imagine it, Nikos. Uh, what things, Harry? Interrupted Nikos. Show me what you did, Harry. Oh, of course, of course, right this way, Nikos, my boy. Harry led Nikos to a far corner of the lab a place that was surrounded by a dark, heavy curtain. Nikos hadn't even noticed it. He'd been too busy. But now that he was giving it a good look, it was clear that Harry had been quite busy, too. There were powders and liquids spotting the floor around the curtain. Colored smokes were rising up from behind the curtain. And now that Nikos thought about it, that particular corner of the lab smelled a bit awful. Harry held the heavy curtain, waiting for Nikos to get closer, 
Finally, Harry pulled the curtain back to reveal... Well, Nikos didn't know what it was. It was smallish and roundish and... Well, it looked like a large multicolored ball of jelly, about three times the size of a beach ball. It had two large black eyes. What is that thing, Harry? Asked Nikos, not taking his eyes off of it. Oh, this! Oh, this is my my little helper, said Harry, beaming with pride. Oh, he could do anything around here. He can he can lift and carry and deliver and mix and... Does it talk? asked Nikos. Uh, it does not talk. I haven't quite figured that out yet. But, but it does understand what I say. Watch this. L- little helper, take that barrel there and, and put it over with the others. Nikos watched as this round, gloopy thing rolled out from behind the curtain. It rolled over to the barrel Nikos was carrying earlier. Then little helper's body changed. Two arm-like things pushed out from its round body. It lifted the heavy barrel, rolled to the other side of the room, and set it down among the other barrels. Then it just sat there, or stood there. Nikos wasn't sure if it was called sitting or standing when you were a limbless blob. Wow, said Nikos. Yeah, uh, yeah, wow, agreed Harry. And it's just going to sit there until I give it further instructions. It doesn't need food. It doesn't take breaks. All it does is whatever we tell it. Nikos and Harry spent the rest of the day testing the little helper, asking it to do certain things around the laboratory. It was clear that this little helper would make their work in the lab so much easier. Harry spent the next few weeks making more little helpers, and Nikos spent all his time training them. There was one little helper, the very first one, that ended up being like a pet to Nikos. It followed him everywhere. It ended up being like his little assistant. He even named it Roly. Soon, Harry and Nikos would just be able to sit back and let the little helpers do all the work. And that's exactly what happened. For a while, anyway. The little helpers managed nearly all of the work in the laboratory. Harry spent his spare time making more little helpers, hoping to sell them along with their potions and elixirs. Until one dark and stormy night. Very stormy. Lightning, super high winds, rain shooting down from the clouds in buckets, thunder booming all around the lab. Now, Harry and Nikos were not at the lab. They were at their homes. So they weren't there to see lightning crack all around, breaking apart tall trees. They weren't there to see heavy heavy tree limbs snap and fall onto the roof of the laboratory, wrecking holes in the building. And they weren't there when lightning crashed right into the laboratory itself, zapping one little helper and then another and another. The lightning seemed to wake them up. The little helpers were no longer like mindless robots. They were truly alive. The next day, Nikos and Harry got to the lab early, knowing that they would have some cleaning up to do because of the storm. But they didn't expect to see the lab this wrecked. The roof 
mostly caved in. Water flooded the floor, glass beakers were shattered everywhere, and everything soaked by rain. Harry and Nikos looked upon the damage and were not excited about all the work it would take to repair everything. All right, helpers, yelled Nikos. He turned around, but there were no helpers. Normally, when Nikos yelled, All right, helpers, all the little helpers would roll over to him and wait for instructions. But now there was nothing. He and Harry looked at each other, both wondering where all their little helpers went. The more they examined the place, the more they noticed spots where they could have escaped from. A variety of holes had been ripped into the walls made by large fallen branches, and the, the windows were all broken as well. Rolly! Rolly! Nikos called out, looking for his favorite little helper, hoping he was still in the lab somewhere. There was a rustling nearby. A jingling of broken glass beakers on a table. Nikos saw that the table itself was rocking gently back and forth. He opened the cabinet beneath the table, and there was Rolly, shaking and scared. Come on, little guy, said Nikos, as he knelt down and stretched out his hand. It's okay, Rolly, C come on out. Rolly cautiously rolled out from inside the cabinet, looking around, afraid of something. The storm's over, Rolly. There's nothing to worry about, said Nikos. Rolly rolled right up against Nikos's legs, staying close to him, and they continued walking around the busted-up lab. They must have gotten out through the holes in the walls, said Nikos to Harry, who was investigating the wreckage himself. But no one told them to leave, said Harry. Nikos stopped. He hadn't thought of that. The little helpers were generally as thoughtless as a toaster. If you gave it an order, it completed the task and then it just sat there. For days, sometimes, until it was called upon again. Well, well maybe the storm, maybe, maybe they were scared off by the storm, Nikos thought out loud. Oh, no one told them to get scared, said Harry. Oh, they shouldn't have gotten scared. They shouldn't have gotten anything. Ah. I think we need to find him right away, Nikos. For the first time, Nikos saw Harry appear genuinely worried. The two rushed out of the laboratory and into the surrounding forest in search of the missing helpers. The end. Thanks for listening to today's episode. It sounds like the lightning might have done something to those gloops. I wonder if Nikos and Harry should really be out looking for them. Maybe in the next episode, they'll track them down. Be sure to check the website for new videos and other content, and share your drawings by sending them to kidstoriespodcast at gmail.com. Adios.